Now your role in nurturing your audience and engaging this group is huge, huge. Hey, welcome back to the Engage Groups podcast. We are going to talk about the one thing you should be doing to get more group sales. Hey, here's the thing about having your group is that if no one's talking, if no one's connecting, no one's engaging, there will be no sales. I'm going to give you an example. There was a group that I was in that was huge and it was archived. And they archive it because for whatever reason. But six months later, when they were doing a big launch, they decided to unarchive or unpause the group. They went in there, they you know, posted, they put up videos, they changed the cover image, they put down all these things. There's probably five or six different posts about how they were launching this other thing and no one engaged. I can't say no one. Maybe three people liked you know, the majority of these five or six posts, like three on average. And there was the same three people or maybe it was three or five people, but on average, there's like three likes. There was no comments. There was not, I'm excited about this or I signed up. There's no social proof. And it just fizzled. And the reason being is they paused the group and then unpaused it. So how did people feel? They felt like they were just being spammed to. They were being... Um, sold to when they felt abandoned because the group was paused. And this pause and archive thing is basically could be very close to having a group that is not engaged. So if you have, you have a group that has not engaged, you've not engaged in it, no one's engaged in it. And then you go out and make an offer. It's like looking at a crowded, uh, a, a crowded room. Everyone is quiet. You walk in and say, Hey, everybody, I've got a great um, widget that's going to help you solve all these problems. It's $4.99. It's $2,000. And everyone just kind of looks at each other. Ain't no one going to jump up and say, yes, I want this widget. Because they're all feeling a little taken. They're all feeling a little like, what just happened here? So no one wants to be sold to. No one wants to be sold to. They want to, they eventually want to know that there's an offer and a solution for them, but they don't want to feel like they are being taken, right? And when there's a group that's been paused or archived, or there's a group that hasn't, you haven't engaged with, it's been left for dead, and then you come back and try to sell to it, it's going to late, it's going to be flat, flat, flat. So the number one thing you should be doing to get more group sales is to engage in your group and keep the engagement going. Today, we're gonna to talk about how to nurture your audience, why engagement is so important to, important to your sales process, how to build that no like trust factor, and how to give the, and also what you could do right now to engage or re-engage your audience. Okay, a couple of things to nurture your audience. The, what the, in Facebook groups or in any community, there is a, a thing that connects everybody. Um, and it's generally the topic. So let's say your topic in your group was about gardening. Then everyone's there because they garden, right? But there are things that about, you know, everyone knows that they have this connection about gardening, but to build the community more and to get people to engage more and to get people to come back to the group more, 
let's figure out what else they have in common. So you've probably been in groups where one of the next two posts I'm gonna mention did really, really well. And sometimes they're posted by the host, sometimes they're posted by someone who's just you know a member of the group. So the first one is, hey, where is everyone from? Put your um, country or state or province uh, below, okay? That one always does well. And you know why it does well? Because everyone's proud of where they're from or they're proud of, proud of where they live. No matter where in the world they were born or where they live, everyone is proud of where they're from, okay? So this question is very easy for people to answer. And people love to brag where they live or where they're from. And, and so you almost like a lot of people can't help but answer this question. So that post gets very, very good engagement. Another one might be, hey, does anyone have any pets? Let's see your furry family members. Who doesn't love their animal, right? Okay, I know one person who doesn't love their animal, but unfortunately, but there are, everyone loves their pets and they wanna brag about their pets. And so it's really simple because they've probably taken tons of photos of their cat, dog, beta fish, lizard, et cetera, that they have pictures ready on the ready to post in the group um, of their, their animal. Now I was in a group once, I was managing a group, it was a paid group, and that post, show us your furry family member, kept going, the engagement kept going for two weeks. Because it was not only people like seeing the post and posting their own animal, but people going in and looking for animals like theirs. So you have like all the people that own Labradors that were like commenting on someone's post, uh, someone's picture that had a Labrador. You had everyone who had, let's say a bulldog, commenting on the bulldogs or they owned a bulldog or their friend had a bulldog or whatever. Um, and then you had people who like had the same name for their cat or their dog. And then you had someone who posted their beta fish. And so that was interesting and new and fun. So people were commenting within the comments on that post for two weeks. And what this does is it makes people connect in a level that's different from the original topic of your group. Okay. So these posts, while they may seem general to you, they actually are a vital part of a group to connect the group, make people get to know each other, not make, but get people to get to know each other on a very natural way on something that they connect with together, okay? And they do well. So those kind of posts do really, really well. Another way to nurture your audience is to go and do Facebook Lives. Now, some of you may go live and you'll feel like, oh, no one was there when I was live. It was a mess. I'm going to delete it. But actually, a lot of Facebook Lives are viewed after the fact. So go live in your group, teach something, whether it be a couple of, you know, three points on one particular topic, or perhaps it's something that's in the news or something that came up in the industry. And then you'll see that in the coming days, there's going to be more and more people commenting and viewing that Facebook Live. One of the things I like to do with the Facebook Live, just as a tip, is when I'm recording it, I'll say, hello, everyone. Thanks for joining. If you're here with us live, please let us know where you're uh, watching from. So they'll tell you what country they're in or whatever. And if you're watching the replay, put in the hashtag team replay so that I know I get the notification that you're watching and I can be on the ready to answer your questions about the Facebook Live. So now you have people who feel like they're part of a team, right? Team replay will come in and listen to this Facebook Live and tag themselves as Team Replay and enjoy that part of watching live. Now, make sure these Facebook Lives are not long. 
I was once wanting to watch a Facebook live and I couldn't make it live. I wanted to watch it after I thought it'd be 20 minutes. It was an hour and 38 minutes. And I watched the first two minutes and that was it. So what am I saying here? I'm saying keep it short. So people do listen to it and watch it. Facebook lives are great for engagement and, you know, during live and afterwards. And, you know, you can always sell on these Facebook lives too. Probably not the first few, but after that. Okay. Another thing you could do to nurture your audience is really thank them. Thank you for contributing to the group. So this may be that you put in a general post saying, hey, everyone, I just want to thank everyone who has commented and liked any of our posts in the last, I don't know, a few weeks or month in the group. Really appreciate it. Your contribution really helps everyone. It's awesome. And if you've got over 250 people in your group, there is a section in Group Insights. If you go to, if you go to membership, you'll see the top 10 contributors in the last 28 days. You take a screenshot of this and put it in your group and thank these top 10 contributors for contributing in your group. So you could do that too and tag them and thank them and ask everyone else to applaud them for asking questions, hosting in the group, and uh, commenting in the posts, et cetera. And this only encourages more people to engage later. Now your role in nurturing your audience and engaging this group is huge, huge. I don't want you to post engaging posts or do a Facebook Live or posting contributors and then just walk away. It's really important that you as the host can go in and um, like people's answers, at the minimum, like people's answers, but even comment back like, hey, good job, awesome. Um, answer their questions, acknowledge them. Acknowledgement goes a long way because if you're not in the group engaging, why should anyone else be in the group engaging? I've been in groups where the leader, you know, someone else runs the group for them, fine, they're busy. You never ever see them. And it doesn't have that same sense of loyalty and coziness that it would have if that owner was there. So be that person, be in your group. Now, I always say be in your free group, be in your paid groups more, um, but don't disappear. Don't schedule posts and then walk away. That's the biggest thing. You have to be part of the engagement. And look, people feel really cool and really seen when they post something and then it's liked by the owner or the owner of the, the host or whatever of the community response to them. It's huge. It's a small thing, but it goes a long way. Okay, so why is engagement so important to the sales process? Um, what did the example I gave in the beginning? You know, they archive their group or they pause their group and they unpause it and then they tried to sell and it didn't do well. Well, they lacked all that engagement in the middle. They lacked that building relationship. They lacked that trust. They lacked that, you know, excitement to want to be in the group, the excitement to want to learn from you. It's gone. It's never, it was never developed, right? And so in, if this engagement, if this, um, if this part of nurturing your audience isn't there, then the excitement, the want, the need, the having you in the forefront of their mind is not going to be there. So having a group where your engagement keeps going and where you can come in at any point and sell because you've done the warm-up, because you've done the engagement, because your community is, is really warmed up and feels like a community, the sales will come in faster. 
and more so because people will feel part of the community. People will feel like they contributed. People will feel acknowledged and people will feel like the community is like the place for them. And then they'll want more, right? If they feel like they're being seen and they've gotten attention, they'll want more. I will say that the way that the online world seems to work right now is that very few people buy without having a touch point with the company or the entrepreneur leaving it. And the reason is because we've been burned in the past, right? Where we thought if we buy this program, we're going to get that person's help or we're going to get their attention on our business or on our whatever it is that we're working on. And when that didn't happen, I find more and more people just want a touch point with that person. And that's why when you go live and you acknowledge people who are live with you, or that's why you acknowledge people on the top contributors, that is usually enough for people to get over that fear of buying from someone they don't know yet, or they don't quite know, or they are not sure if they're going to get your attention. A lot of people join programs and then they feel like they got duped because the person that they bought from is not even in the program. It's someone else. And they feel like, or, or they're never acknowledged by that person. They never built a relationship with that person. And it's sad, but the expectation wasn't set properly to start. But I feel like if you, I know when I want to buy something, I go and research that person. I look at what podcasts do they have? Is there a free Facebook group? Do they do any Facebook lives in that Facebook group? Can I watch them? What kind of vibes do I get from them? Um, if I send them a, a, an email to support, do I get an answer back or do I not get an answer back ever? Um, if I ask a question during Facebook live, am I ignored or what? People need that touch point. And that's why this engagement and your nurturing your audience is very, very important to the sales process. Without it, you'll have to restart the engagement process and then sell. But if you keep it going, then you can sell at any point into your community. Okay. The other thing is you want to build the know, like, and trust factor. And the more that you're active in your group, the more that you acknowledge people in your community, the better. Yes. But people also want to know that you know your stuff. So one of my favorite things to do in a group is called a Q&A or an Ask Me Anything, an AMA. You'll see this a lot. I've seen this more recently with some Instagram um, folks that I follow. And the Ask Me Anything is really great. So um, recently I showed up to an appointment 30 minutes too early. I guess I put it in my calendar ahead of time. So I made sure I left the house on time, but I forgot to, which I normally do. But then I set the time for my appointment and then I'll say my appointments at the other time. But I didn't do it this time. So I showed up 30 minutes early. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll go in the lobby and I'm going to post, ask me anything. So in my membership and in my free group, I said, hey, I'm 30 minutes early for an appointment. Yeah, any questions? You know, let's do a Q&A or an AMA, ask me anything. Ask me any questions below and I'll answer um, before my appointment. So um, got questions in my paid group. I went and answered those first. Got questions in my free group. I went and started answering those. And by doing that, I got uh, people from there. So one person asked me, like, how do I grow my group and how do I engage my group? And I said, okay, well, here's 
you know, to engage your group, you can do this and that. Here is, um, this is my membership. And here is my challenge workshop. And I got a couple of people to buy the challenge workshop. And by surprise, I got a couple of people to join the membership. So I actually sold without trying to sell, you know, it came up and those were part of the questions that they asked. And so it's like people were asking to be sold to. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Like, here you go. Here's some links. So here's what you need to know. Um, and just to add to that, you know, I have a challenge workshop and I decided that what I was going to do is that, you know, over the weekend, if anyone wanted to buy it, I had a coupon code for them. And so that was available to them. Um, and I think sometimes people just want that, like, extra like incentive to join something and I could easily do this. So why not? Let's test this out. Let's see how it works. So that's always fun. So building that like, know, and trust factor, the trust factor of the AMA asked me anything was huge. And I'll definitely do it again and again. And it's a great thing to do when, you know, you're waiting for something, you're waiting for the water to boil, you're waiting for, you know, your, uh, your ride to come or your appointment. Why not do that? Okay, next, what can we do now to engage or re-engage our audience? Well, I gave you the example of those two really engaging posts. So where's everyone from? What country are you from? Let's see how many countries we can uh, list here or how many we can cover in our group. And let's see your pets. Or it could be like, show us your morning brew. Show us a cup of like coffee or tea. There are things that people are gonna connect with and the easiest things that people connect with are the things that are most simple and general in life that we almost skip out and forget. But if you put these in your group, you will see more engagement in your group. The other thing you could do is go and post your top contributors or just an acknowledgement in your group. Thank you everyone for being in this group. This is a dream of mine. I love this community. I've got things planned for us, but I just wanted to let you know you are loved and appreciated and thank you so much. And then make sure you're going in and answering questions and going through posts and just going through your group and have fun in your group. I said it before, your group is like a dinner party. Go in there and have fun and socialize in your dinner party. All right, everyone. That's it for this episode. I will see you soon. 